0: To the shot with Cosmos with Cosmos. Cheers to globular clusters. Hell yeah, globular Ooh. clusters. Dinks, dinks, oh, yeah. dinks. A and a shot. <sighs> Ooh, that's good. Tough but good. All right. Pale. Anyway. Globular clusters. Globular clusters. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so we got we're we're talking star clusters now. Just a little uh, review, a little overview. There are two different types of star clusters, those being globular clusters, which we will get into, of course, in depth. Uh, but there is also open star clusters. Oh. Now, in open star clusters, uh, usually stars that all form together at the same time. Really? Yeah. Uh, they're families of stars. They're they're loosely bound by gravity. Like star clicks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Star clicks. I like it. <laughs> like the Pleiades. <laughs> Don't ruin my surprises. So basically, uh, these open star clusters are found within the plane of the Milky Way, uh, as some such as... The Pleiades <laughs> in Taurus the Bull, but also the Hyades in Taurus the Bull, oh, yeah. and uh, the open star clusters. They're not ones that are going to. These aren't these aren't families that are going to stay together for a long time. No. They easily get broke apart uh, from other events that are happening around them. Large molecular clouds come by, you know, uh, what have you, um, and they, and and gravitationally they eventually drift apart. I really wish we had like cumulus nimbus clouds and the molecular clouds. <laughs> here and there. that sounds so cool it does sound cool doesn't it now the ones that really stick around for a long time globular clusters mm. so globular clusters these are basically these massive collection of stars Tightly bound by gravity, they're spherical. In fact, Ooh. globular means small sphere. They are the Borg of stars, they're they are the collective, <laughs> they are the collective, they are collectives of stars, and uh, they're they're super old. Mm-hmm. Uh, so essentially, globular clusters you have you have you have like m- hundreds of millions of stars that are Whoa. bound together super tight at the core and then further out you have stars that are just like a layer apart oh um, wow That's so really this, is, this is really close in astronomical distances and we can actually see them in the nighttime sky oh, really? um they look like stars basically Makes sense. um but with a telescope we can actually then resolve the individual stars uh now it wasn't until the 1800s that they with as telescopes were invented and then got better, that they figured out that they were collections of stars, and mm. then the Hubble Space Telescope has allowed us to actually observe individual stars oh, nice. in these globular clusters, nice. which is which is super cool. Um, now, these globular clusters are usually found in the halo, so the outer edges, you could say, of our Milky Way galaxy, but they're found in all in all galaxies. They're like these just ancient remnants. And some and 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 a lot of these go- globular clusters are actually older than the galaxies themselves. Wow. And so astronomers really wonder kind of like what the origins of their how they form and and um there's not that's really much understood about them because whereas open star clusters again they formed out of the same cloud of gas and dust and so they're like a family The stars in a globular cluster can be different ages, different compositions, Um, so it indicates that they didn't all necessarily form at the same time together, they formed at different times. Um, And some of these have like retrograde orbits in the galaxy, meaning they're captured dwarf galaxies, possibly. So basically, as the Milky Way formed, it cannibalized other smaller dwarf galaxies, and so these these globular clusters, uh, some of them are basically remnants of, they're like the bones of the galaxy that the Milky Way has consumed. They are like the Borg. They are like it the Borg, is. basically. Uh, they remain. Resistance is futile. Um, <laughs> and there's over 150, wa- 150 that we know of in our Milky Way galaxy. Okay, so. Why are globular clusters important? You know, we don't know a lot about them and understanding how they form um, and their origins. Because they're so ancient, they can be up to like 12 billion years old, whereas the universe is Mm 13.8 billion years old. So they're almost as old as the universe itself. So by studying them. First generation stars. Yeah. Learning about their origins, um, then we can understand galaxy formation better. Um, and kind of mm-hmm. uh, use use what we learn from 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 both of, of studying both of those. And these stars, by the way, um, these are like you have, the corpses of stars, like white dwarfs, corpses of sun-like stars. Those you have nice you had the burnt-out supernovas of massive stars, neutron stars, and black holes. And then just, just these ancient, small, red, dim stars in these globular clusters. So what that says is that there's not like active star formation that's happening right. here. There's no yeah. gas and dust there. Um, however, something strange has been found got, within what? a globular cluster. There's something weird what? that was discovered. A fast radio burst oh. Oh. was detected in a globular cluster in uh, M81,
1: in the okay. constellation
0: of Ursa Major, which is uh, 12 million light years away. That's oh, like okay. next door. It is pretty it much is, next it door. It, it, yeah. in, a, in a universal scheme of things, it is next. it is pretty much next door. So what's weird about this is these fast radio bursts um, these are like these are like high energy bursts uh, bursts of high energy at like milliseconds like, so like after a shot yes <laughs> so so like um, uh, essentially um, the energy equivalent uh, the energy released by uh, an FRB as it's known as fast. Radio burst. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. Now, That's so an initialism. Typical. <laughs> um, the the energy released by one of these um, is is ridiculous. So so the energy released by the sun in days is okay. a, is a massive amount of energy, right? But the energy released by the sun in days is. Released every one thousand of a second. Oh, wow! In a fast radio burst. Wow, that's a lot of energy. So, tons of energy. So, these FRBs, they're really only detected, and these are um. A repeating one, so ones that have a, a like a constant energy source, a source that's still mm-hmm. active to produce a signal that is constant. We can detect. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, it's very hard to detect because it could just be. I mean, it's like you know one and yeah. done. But so we need these repeaters. So there's some energy source that's continually having these pulses of energy come from it. So usually it's seen by magnetars, oh, okay. which it, are though, yeah. which are basically. Highly magnetized young neutron stars. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. However, this FRB was detected inside a globular cluster, meaning there shouldn't be any young. Right. Neutron stars because star formation happened a long time ago. Yes, and and you have to have a really massive star to form a neutron star to die and end up as a neutron star. And these massive stars only live, you know, um, uh, you know, a couple million years or so. Whereas some of these globular clusters are billions of years yeah. old. So it's really weird to see this FRB. Uh-huh. Um, happening here because it's like well what's causing it and that's the thing what is causing it so there's there's kind of like two sort of guesses at the moment hypotheses um, but one we all really hypotheses wrong. essentially is one is Binary star collision. I love binary star. Collisions. Oh, so yeah. you're in a globular cluster again. Stars are super tightly mm-hmm. packed together, and you have stars that are in orbit around one another, so they're binary star systems. And so you could have, say, a white dwarf that is siphoning off material of maybe a neighbor, a partner a neutron star. The think did my one day. Yeah, and so it gets enough material off it, it can you know go boom and <laughs> and uh, turn it collapse into its own neutron star right Uh um and then emit these pulses as a young neutron star so that's one option um that can happen there's not enough (laughs) evidence they haven't seen enough evidence that um that neutron stars can form through white dwarf accretion um or even like collisions between like but it's not mathematically impossible it's not it's not but there's not enough evidence that we've seen that so shows that as being something that can happen. So more more needs to we be, haven't seen that. We need yet. more evidence. We need more evidence. What's the second one? Um is it aliens? Oh or <laughs> or it's like mergers between neutron stars and yeah. and that kind of thing that's causing it and that and that we don't have and no evidence Black for it as well. Um but also again okay if this FRB that was detected was any further away uh, we wouldn't we wouldn't be able to see it. Uh, so that means that these things could actually be quite common in globular yeah. clusters throughout the universe, and we just don't have t- technology powerful uh-huh. enough that's been able to detect them in order to observe them and get those data points. Excellent. I know. So that's cool. that's so cool. basically, what this what globular clusters tell us is that we have still so much more to learn about not just like our own galaxy, but the universe itself, and in the words of Jack Kerouac, the whole universe was crazy, cockeyed, and extremely strange. Well done. Well Thanks done. for joining us, everyone, on this episode of The Shot, Globular, Clusters. Follow us on all the things, and uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Hey.